0: BMCC, Books, Movies and Canciones. A podcast about literature, cinema, music and life. and welcome to another episode of BMCC books movies and canciones our podcast about music finally and thank you G how are you welcome Good,
1: thank you for having me
0: you are the one that is for the first time bringing music to this podcast i thought it would be a more a more popular choice <laughs> but apparently everybody's into movies and and books so i appreciate that you chose your favorite song that the actual name of the song is?
1: <laughs> Tootsie, favorite song.
0: So, favorite song. Your favorite song is favorite song. How can <laughs> we explain that?
1: <laughs> I mean, I chose it. Uh, it has a lot of meaning to it. It's a uh, very, it's so sad type of music. But if you look deep into it, it actually is a healing type of music. It heals you emotionally, physically, mentally. Like you could be going through something and this one particular song just you can understand you could feel it and it you resonate to it and it becomes your favorite song i'm on the
2: stage right now singing your favorite song look in a crowd you know where to be found as they sing along i say you look good out. I-
0: Does that mean that you are a romantic? Because as far as I know, (laughs) it's kind of a beautiful song talking about uh, love, right?
1: Yes, I actually am. I really am. I am a romantic person. And yes.
0: It's interesting because for decades, I would say, or even for centuries, the idea of love has been what we call now a little bit toxic. And this song that is from a few years ago, it's already talking about really treating someone kindly about appreciating her natural beauty how that related to you when you listened to it for the first um,
1: time I'm going to be honest with you I think for the first time I was like oh my god this song is so depressing it's so sad like who would listen to this but then uh, I had a different perspective and you know since I am a lover but in this situation actually I had a a beautiful soul beautiful friend of mine, a beautiful soul, like incredible soul. Like she just loves, she's unbelievable. And she was going through some things and I was going through my own things. And we came together. We was literally walking down my block, just blasting this song. And I found it therapeutic. It changed my point of view and I found it so therapeutic. I found it so healing. It helped me heal from emotionally to physical to mental. So I realized that, yeah, you could go through a breakup, yeah, you could go through a lot of things that could go wrong in your relationship, friendship-wise, relationship-wise, any type of relationship, and this song, because of that situation, because of that amazing human soul that I, I'm blessed with, that I'll forever, will carry for the rest of my life, I realized that it's a beautiful song, and it will forever stay with me, it's a healing song, so yeah and I want everybody to look at it as that that you can overcome a lot of to- that toxic relationship or that bad relationship that you go through or a mental you know as well relationship you're fighting your own demons you know um so I found that to be the song to overcome a lot of challenges that you face in your life so thanks to that beautiful soul again like she just if it wasn't for that moment that time I don't know
2: Somebody.
1: That part is, like, basically telling them, like, you're going through it, but guess what? There's more to you, you know? There's people out there that will love you, that will cherish you, that will heal you, that will embrace you genuinely. And you can overcome that bad thing that you went I was literally walking down my block, and me and this beautiful soul, we were just singing it like, Somebody who can treat you better. It was just screaming out of our lungs and... That's where I found The Therapeutic, and I was like, wow, this is a beautiful song. I
2: see the look on your face, I see you hiding the hate I see you looking for someone to scoop you right off your feet You wanna ride in a rain, you wanna go out on dates You want somebody to come bring you flowers Someone to talk to for hours, Wash your back while I sit in the shower Someone to tell you you're beautiful, someone to tell you and mean it Someone to tell you I love you every day and don't got a reason
1: That part, I have to say, related to me because I'm a giver. I love so unconditionally, and I will be there for people like crazy. And um, yeah, I'm a lover, like a huge lover. I'm a sucker for love, I guess. Mm. Let me ask you a question.
0: Of course. When you
1: heard it, because, you know, I have meaning for for my song. But when you heard it, what did you think? What was your feelings? What was your emotions? What was
0: Well I was I've been married for ten years mm-hmm. now and I like about this song that really tells you when you're married, when you're living with someone for so long, it's impossible to hide. So you have to be yourself and you have to embrace who you are when you wake up without makeup. <laughs> <laughs> but it's real love I think it's to find someone that allows you to be yourself, that accepts you on your highs and your lows, and that doesn't make you feel ashamed for uh, moments that, of course, are not our (laughs) best moments, and we are not always fair, we are not always perfect, but it's good. I remember at the beginning, as I was going through a lot because I quit my career, I started my PhD, etc., he was there for me when I was really A little bit of a nasty person. (laughs) So when we overcame that, I realized that he decided to stay with me, assuming that that was just a phase. And seeing through all the bad uh, circumstances and and understanding that we are not always the Prince Charming. (laughs) Perfect, yeah. (laughs) But we we deserve patience and
1: love and and unconditionally and and loyalty. Yeah, and
0: it's beautiful to see that. Peace. Uh, someone uh, shows you in so many different circumstances, and still decides to stay with you. So that's what I thought when I was listening to this song, talking about, don't hide it. <laughs>
1: I love that. Yeah, uh,
0: and don't, but also don't change. Like don't change. You, yeah. I, or don't allow someone to change you, because of course we all evolve and we may change. But the idea of don't let anyone. Change you, I think, is very important. Because Embracing
1: who you are and your yeah. who who you are mentally too. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's perfect. Everybody, you know, goes through something. Everybody's, you know, say like yes, people have bipolar moments, or as mm-hmm. people like to say, you're bipolar. Mm-hmm. But it's like, are they really bipolar, or are they very just? complex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are we just really caring people mm-hmm. that we love? We mm-hmm. love so deeply, mm-hmm. and I think that's.
0: And the dating protocol, I mean, the the ritual of seducing someone is such a a performance. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That, I mean, you may catch (laughs) the person that you like, but after that, what do you do? You have to show your true colors. The sooner the better, right? Right. So it's funny how, like, the infatuation has something kind of fictional, but then you have to bring things down to earth. And I think that this song is particularly wise regarding that. It's only three minutes. But the message is totally uh, clear about it is. be yourself, and, and you will find someone that will accept you. Don't try to perform in front of the other person just to make that person happy.
2: Yeah, I'm on a stage right now, singing your favorite song. Looking to cry, you know where to be found as they sing along. I say, you look good out on
0: I'm a, I was raised in the 80s, and and I would say that my generation didn't receive a proper emotional education. I don't know if you identify as Gen Z. Would yeah. you say that you are getting a little bit of a emotional education, or we didn't uh, evolve that much as a society? It's still a taboo to talk about feelings, to talk about vulnerability, about the generosity that requires love and not just self-love or narcissism or, yeah, uh, dynamics of power in our relationship? What do you think?
1: I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I'm actually not from the Gen Z. I'm the old generation. Uh-huh. And I think uh, the old generation, we we find things like that, where we find music and we find that healing, we find that nurturing. I think people in this generation look at music and they see, yes, let me cover that emotion, let me figure out, you know, like oh, I'm in a toxic religion. I'm playing a toxic song. You know, mm-hmm. it's like one of those. They they basically speak their mind. They basically this generation, they just speak the truth. They don't cover nothing. They don't, you know, mm-hmm. they don't hide anything. Um, I think for the old generation, speaking my. Um, experiences we used to cover it and we used to find it within music to express what we go through and i think this generation that generation still does that mm-hmm. you know where we express music through that so mm-hmm.
0: do you find shelter in music most of the times or is just this particular song how musical <laughs> you are
1: i'm very very music i find music so therapeutic to me i think music is my love language to be honest um I would love for, like, my lover or someone I love to dedicate something. I'll be like, all right, I'm taking that in. I listen to words very, um, very, very intuitive. And um, to me, every time I go through something or I'm I'm going where I feel like I'm low or I'm not feeling myself, I listen to music. It's therapeutic. Mm -hmm. Or when I'm actually doing good, too, I listen to music because then it just enhances it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think music is a part of my life mm-hmm. and forever will be, and I take care of that.
0: But do you have a playlist for sad yes, I do. moments <laughs> music for, like, cheering you up, music for, like, fun parties? Like, I are do. you versatile, let's say, when it comes to music? I'm very
1: versatile. I'm so versatile. Um, I listen to anything. And yes, I do have sad music, and yes, I do have upbeat music, and just, yes, like have different type of music. I love different cultures as well. It's not just particularly like hip-hop, R&B for mm-hmm. me. It would have to be different sounds. Whatever sounds come to my ears, my ears have to be in tune with it. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I have to be like, oh, wow. I mm-hmm. can connect to that. Oh, wow.
0: And this is hip-hop, but is it's is very romantic. Do you think people stereotype hip-hop and they are kind of assuming that feelings are not part of uh, or deep feelings, kind feelings, I would say, as we listening this song do you think people should listen to the hip-hop ballads yes <laughs> to realize that the message can be as tender as beautiful as as clean as this one
1: yes i think people need to understand there's deeper meanings to rappers the deeper meanings to music and people when they listen to this they'll be like oh that's ghetto or that's that's trash music like who wants to listen to that and when, when in reality it's actually meaningful it's deeper than you think i think that's what these musicians and artists do so i love that about Mm -hmm. them so i would have to say yeah
0: Can we talk about Tusi a little bit? How uh, did you get to him or have you been following? I think this would be his most famous song, right? Yes,
1: I think this is his first famous song ever. Um, How I followed him, like I said, the beautiful soul. She shared it to me Um, and I've heard it on radios. I've heard it on other places and I realized that it's a beautiful song. Um, I didn't know him. To be honest, I just heard of him. I've seen him, I've, you know, through social media and everything. But, yeah. So.
0: Mm-hmm. It's funny because I, I found that songs that talk about songs, it's kind of a meta song. Uh, I really like those songs. I like um, uh, Elton Jones, your song. I don't know if you know that song yeah, that was also in the soundtrack of Moulin Rouge. Yeah. Uh, sung by Ewan McGregor. And you
2: can tell everybody
0: this is your song. It may be quite simple, but now that it's done, I
2: hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind that I'll put them down in wood
0: It is this song from Sara Beireles called, I think this is not a love song. Uvray. That it was kind of cool. I'm
1: not gonna write you a love song.
0: you do a movie about cinema it is like sunset boulevard or the one that we talked about with uh, professor clock uh, neon demon any other songs i mean this is your favorite song but any other songs that you were like thinking about that could be fighting with this one as yes. your favorite or maybe depending on <laughs> what age you were if you think about when you were a little kid what was your favorite song back then why this one or when this one entered in your in your life
1: um i would have to say my other favorite song is actually recent it's prince royce and boogie with a hoodie mm-hmm. <laughs> and then actually it was i loved it because it's so diverse it's so different it's like a rapper and a bachata singer mm-hmm. and they come together to make this amazing song it's called um boogie chata mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> i love that song i think that's one song that could fight the, my favorite song mm-hmm.
2: I let you borrow my heart and you never came back. You just left with that shit like the lotto and I can hear it in your voice. Give me no choice but the back. they got no choice. I'm in a rose Royce with my boy Royce and we all black. Tell me why you acting like Amanda. Tell me why you acting like Amanda. And
0: when you were a kid, there was music all around you or is something that you had to kind of figure out yourself?
1: No, it was actually because I grew up in a Spanish family as a household. So it was always music. It was all different type of generation like music like my grandma would used to play miguel she used to love miguel that was her favorite singer Mm -hmm. that was her favorite singer
0: miguel or luis miguel luis miguel Miguel. yes
1: luis miguel and um she used she got me into that at first i was like oh why would you listen to it Mm -hmm. (laughs) but then i found actually beauty into it and um then I heard stories behind it then it would be my aunt, who would play 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, wow, totally different, like, you know, music. And then my mom, who who played classical songs, like, old. I'm talking about, like, her age, 80s songs. Mm-hmm. And then my sister, who played the R&B raps, like, nowadays, trap music. And then you'd have my brother that plays, like, the 90s music, you know. And then from that, I think I developed the sense of different musics, and I realized I like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's different. Like, that's me. I'm different. So it re- related to me a lot. As a kid, my favorite artist, and forever will be, as still is Prince Royce. It's, mm-hmm. it's always my go-to. Uh-huh. He just touched my heart and my soul. Because, again, like you said, I'm a lover, so... <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so do you think, you really think that music tells, uh, gives information or discloses information about who we are when we share the kind of music that we like?
1: Yes. I think it's who we are, who we want to become, who we are internally as well externally. It's um, understanding ourselves in a deeper meaning mm-hmm. as well as understanding people and who they are mm-hmm. um, and their level and their meaning, their stories. I think music can relate with stories through it. Um, when I listen to my friends' music and they tell me why they like that song. I ask them, like, why do you like that song particularly? And they tell me, I'll go, I went to this, 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 that, or the fourth. You just understand that person a little bit better in a deeper level. Mm-hmm. And um, I think people need to do that more often. So, so therapeutic is so understanding. It's so, like, unjudgmental. Mm-hmm. It's so diverse. It's everything that everyone should have in their life, which is music.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you think BMCC students, do you talk... A lot about music. Do you exchange songs? I do. I see you with headphones all the time. Yeah. So I'm not sure what is happening there. But it is podcasts, I'll be jamming music, out, you know. What, what are you listening while we are teaching?
1: <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. When I have my headphones on and I come into the building, it's always like a happy music. Like, I'm ready to face whatever is coming my way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nothing stopping me. Um, I'm actually later, I'm going to show you my little song that I play to like Force that. Um, I find I find that music can make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, it could help you also motivate you. So, like, if you don't feel motivated to go to school, and you play a particular song, it actually changes your mood. It changes that mindset so that mm-hmm. you have actually it makes you have a good day. It makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. So,
0: do you go to any music club here at BMCC?
1: No, but I should. Yeah? I should.
0: And any concerts? I know they have become crazy expensive. but
1: I actually, not recently, but um, I wanted to go to the Nick Minaj concert because she oh. came out with a mm-hmm. fire album. But I couldn't because I got sick. Um, mm-hmm. But I went to a Sting concert. Um, my mom, again, old classic music. Mm-hmm. She likes her Sting, Dave Matthews, and all that. Um, but that was nice experience to see Sting, Justin Bieber, Drake, you know. It's nice to see these I think concerts versus the um, music that you listen to through your headphones is totally different worlds. Two different worlds, in my opinion. I don't know. I see it as when I look at an artist and their life performing right in front of my face, I see more meaning. I see more more of their story, more of their persona. When I listen to my headphones, I listen to what I can relate to, my story, my Mm -hmm. perspective, to their music. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
0: And now music somehow is trending through social media, TikTok, uh, viral challenges. Do you discover a lot of music through social media or you are kind of old school?
1: I'm actually like old school, but recently um, I've actually found it through social media like i this this song the prince roy song was through social media Mm um but also tiktok Mm -hmm. i actually do enjoy some of the songs through tiktok not all of it because a lot of them i'm just like why like what's the point of that Mm -hmm. but okay you know um so yeah i think it's it actually makes you open your mind in a way when you take music from social media it kind of is like oh yeah this is a good song that i've never heard that I want to hear something new, something different. Maybe I can relate to it, maybe not. You know, it's um, it's eye-opening.
0: And do you play any instrument? Do you sing in the shower at least?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually play guitar. I play guitar. I used to play piano, the best Christmas song ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I actually sing in my shower. I don't do it out posing. <laughs> But, yeah.
0: but you are also like, you create or you play music yourself. Yes, You're...
1: yes. I actually also um, attend, so I have friends who create music and I actually attend their their videos. So I go, I'm always involved in their videos. I'm always thrown into their videos. So mm-hmm. that's a different perspective. I want to share that too because there's this amazing artist called Dizzle Music. She is, Say it again? Dizzle Music is her mm-hmm. name. She is so relatable. Her lyrics are So everyone can just be like, oh, yeah, I relate to that. You know, she's great. So, yeah, I say to people who are involved in music, you love music and you can relate to it. Go for it. Go get involved in that music videos and things like that.
0: specific place in New York where you like to go to listen to music any club any bar yes <laughs> any advice that you can give to students when they are 21 <laughs>
1: uh, yeah i would say um there's this dominican place it's called la Sa- la sala mm-hmm. it's in dyckman i mm-hmm. may be saying it wrong but it's on Dykeman Street, and they, everybody goes to it because they play all different kinds. They play Spanish music, mostly Spanish music, but they play hip-hop, they play R&B. They, it's diverse, and everybody that I know goes
0: there. So I would say that I'm a musical person. I still go to a place, I don't know if you are into Broadway musicals. Yeah, I do. But yeah. there's a place called Mary's Crisis that is a piano bar where everybody sing along. Oh. And it's such a beautiful feeling. Like you see so many people like really communicating through those lyrics and creating a community. When I came to the city 10 years ago, it was the place where I was kind of seeing people, the same people again and again. So it made me feel small like world. in a family. It's a very small yeah. world. So in that place, most in most places in New York, you don't see usual suspects, let's say. But in this place, it's really like a, a family getting together, gathering together to sing their favorite songs. And sometimes you go on a Tuesday after work, but you can go also very late at night. On Sundays, it's packed. And it's beautiful. Every time uh, someone That's visits I me, said that. I, I bring people there. Some of them don't understand the point because you cannot talk there. It's just pure songs and music. But the what you were saying about uh, live music definitely happens there, that there is a, a mood, there is a halo of, yeah, of so community different. that is amazing, amazing. So if you haven't been there, I I recommend you going there and I will go to La Sala, you said, in, yeah. in, in Dykman. Mm-hmm.
1: I actually took a trip in high school. So I never was a blues fan. I
0: mm-hmm.
1: I didn't like blues. I was like, ah, blues is ugh. It's too weird. And I took a trip with my classes, uh, classmates, and they were playing blues live. And the first time I sat there, I was like, "Why am I in this like s- situation? Sorry, <laughs> why am I in this situation? Well, I'm sitting here listening to blues. What's the point of this? This is gonna be horrible for my ears." And the more I was listening to it, the more I was understanding it, and I realized I actually like it. It's different. It's mm-hmm. nice. It's soothing. It's it's calming. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: What was the trip to?
1: I don't remember, It was just the, like a bar area that people oh, took. Okay, out. so it was New York. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: Yeah, one of the when we talk about diversity in New York, one of the beautiful thing of that is uh beautiful things of that is uh, the musical range of options <laughs> that you have that you can listen to almost every different kind of music from very very remote places in on planet earth like displayed in the city so there's always a kind of music for every kind of person i would say the same way there's a different kind of love for every kind of person i would say the same about music so what a beautiful <laughs> conclusion <laughs> for for wrapping up this episode again thank you thank G, you so for much bringing for bringing music me. and love to our lives our love views. yourselves
1: love everyone around you don't take things for granted you're awesome. Remember that you, you loved. You are amazing, and keep on going. Mm-hmm. I believe in you. So yeah,
0: and keep on listening to this podcast, right? <laughs> right. Keep on
1: listening to this podcast. This is one of a kind podcast, and it's an amazing podcast, and you can get so much from it. So yeah,
0: love it. And thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we will keep talking about more music. I hope, but definitely more movies and more books. Thank you for listening. Until next time.
1: Yeah.